Eric, we have massive news here to share with the viewers as well as we're going to be covering UFC 259 as well as some NHL and NBA. But first, one tradition that's never going to fucking die. <laughs> Roll it! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, viewers or maybe listeners, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, welcome back to the Shtib and Zang show. Uh, it's a special episode, Eric, an inaugural episode yeah. as we have some big news regarding the Shtib and Zang show as we will be taking our talents down to South Beach. No, just kidding. Not fucking Miami. The hot sauce sports. The hot sauce sports MTL. Yeah. Eric, yeah. I am super excited to be sharing this. Uh, we've been holding this in for a week, um, mm -hmm. but me and Eric, like I said, we will be moving to Hot Sauce Sports. What does this mean for the Shtib and Zang show? Well, not much. We're still going to be posting the videos that you mm -hmm. see on MTL Hot Sauce Sports. Um, but we're just going to be a part of their brand now. Mm -hmm. And you'll see videos on their channel, but you can also listen to us on Spotify if that's already what you're doing. And so we're going to have... Uh, a variety of new things coming to our show when it comes to topics, the length, um, yeah. platforms, like I said. Uh, blogs, too, will be seen on the website, Eric. Blogs, so you can there's just a go on Linktree. Yeah. You'll find all that. We, there's a website for Hotsaw Sports, everything. There's a whole team behind us right now whole team. Uh, on Hotsaw Sports. Uh, we have a bunch of bloggers. I'll be writing to Eric doesn't know how to write for shit, so count yeah. him out. <laughs> but, um, I'm writing no essays for shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's exciting news, and um, uh, I'm excited. Because uh, only good things can come out of this. Yeah. It just means more consistency. It's just a win-win mm -hmm. for everybody here. Yeah, big uh, big win for everybody. We Like Eric said, we'll be way more consistent now. It was hard to find motivation when you're just mm -hmm. two, but now that you have a whole team behind you and it's yeah. organized and it's well-ran. Very professional. It, very very professional. professional. Well, it, it kind of um, it gets you motivated to make more videos, and that's what's going to happen. Right now, we're scheduled to do every Wednesday at 11, mm -hmm. but that might be going up to two videos a week. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not sure yet, but uh, yeah, so... Go and subscribe also, to the Hot Sauce Sports YouTube channel. Go follow them on Instagram and, and you know, ha just have fun listening to us on this platform. Yeah, and also gonna... swearing now, too. So yes. a lot more swearing. We get to fucking swear. Something yeah. that we weren't able to do on YouTube because we we're too, we we're too much, uh, we we're too scared. But now uh, talking about the Habs is going to be much more fun uh, yeah. when you're going to get to, to fucking just sure. yell the F word every time. Yeah. Um, but let's start off the episode. We have quite the episode, like we said. UFC mm -hmm. 259, a lot happened. We have the Habs. We have our, our mid-season trophy trackers in the NHL. And we got Blake Griffin signing with the Nets. So a jam-packed episode. So we don't have much time left to waste. So let's just jump into UFC 259, Eric. Happened last night. Uh, we saw some good things. We saw some, some unfortunate events. Everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, let's jump jump right into it in one of the uh, prelims of Peter Yan and Sterling. Eric, you had a lot to just get off your chest here. Yeah. Go Wait, before it. you say it, it's not it's not prelim, it's the main card. Oh, the main, main card. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so it's a co-main event. And uh so Peter Yan, wow. Cuz he had the belt and then Sterling took it off him from from disqualification. When I was watching it, it was ridiculous cuz Peter Yan was winning uh every, every uh Every judge had him winning yeah, except judge. one. Yeah. They all had him winning. And then 
because Sterling was getting so tired. He was gassing himself out. He was mm-hmm. kept throwing these elbows, couldn't take pure Yan down. And Yan just kept punching consistent. And yeah. Sterling was on the ground like this. Yan <laughs> goes, knees him in the face or in, yeah. in the forehead. I was watching That's... it. I was, I was so confused. I wasn't sure if it was illegal at first. And then Joe Rogan and Daniel yeah. Cormier, they told me it was illegal. And I was watching alone kick. too. No, no one wanted to watch with me. So I was watching it alone. Yeah. And I was freaking out. My sister was like, why are you yelling? I, I, I didn't know this yeah. was even possible. And this was the first ever time that a champion lost from disqualification. I, yeah. A lot of people thought it was no contest. Even Pure Yanta was no contest at first. But uh, it was actually disqualification. But they're going to... Like, Sterling took off the belt. He knew it didn't mean... Yeah. But Sterling Sterling fought really well, too. Sterling, like, you got to give... Prep, uh, you got you to gotta give credit, credit to Credit where credit is due. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So but they're going to have a rematch very soon. Dana White said the rematch happening very soon. I don't know if they're going to advertise it as Sterling the champ, but... Mm-hmm. It's well, yeah. happening very soon, so it's going to be a good Peter Yang... FYI, for those listening or watching, I am not the UFC guy. I, I fucking know shit all about the UFC. <laughs> it's definitely a sport I want to get into. I just yeah. uh, didn't. Eric's the UFC expert on this one. But I did watch the highlights because uh, I'm not pay- uh, paying for no pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. Peter Yang took him seven games to win the, his first bout, right? Seven fights? Isn't he yeah, the... Uh, uh, he was like the young... Uh, not the youngest, but the fewest games to it. I, I, I actually, yeah. I'm pulling shit out of my ass right now. But no, I did hear it took no, seven he beat games, some big right? Fight. He beat Jose Aldo, and it, yeah, but not, you yeah. don't say games, it's fights. But yeah, yeah, fights. Seven fights to, to win a belt, right? Something like, something that. like he that. He beat Jose Aldo. Like, he was a really good champ. Like, yeah. He deserved to be a champ, and yeah. he deserved to be a champ after yesterday's fight, too. But not the disqualification. I, I don't know if he did it on purpose because it was really weird. I don't know. No, I mean, there's was, no he chance too, he does he was, it on purpose. But yeah, why would you do it on purpose? I think he was too in the moment. He wasn't thinking. Yeah, because he was dominating, like you said. He had the fight. It was his to lose, and then he does this. Yeah. Question: I don't know what he's thinking. Like you said, they're going to rematch. Source Eric Zhang, because I haven't, I haven't heard anywhere just from you. No, I watched all the press. They all said that Dana said they're going to try and get the rematch <laughs> as quick as possible once Sterling gets healthy. And they, they, uh, they, he went to the hospital. They said he was healthy, so that's good. After you got to fucking and knee even right before to the that, chin. I just want to talk about Islam Machev. I don't know if I said his name, but. Habib's best friend. He's in the lightweight division. He had wow. a fight yesterday against uh, Drew Drew Dober. Oh, okay. this guy! You, you, I don't know if you ever seen Habib fight. This gets you on the ground and just ground and pound. And well, who's this? Khabib or Khabib's best friend? Uh, Khabib and his best friend. They both they both fight, fight the same, eh? Yeah, they both that's, play the same. And, you just love to see that's cute. And and Islam uh, Islam's actually a better striker too. So. People think a lot of people have him being the next champ very soon, and oh. he deserves to have a top fight. So he should be fighting. Like, oh, I'm so hyped for Look him. At I that. Think he's gonna be great. Yeah. Love to Russia from Eric Zhang. Um, let's jump right into the women's battle between Amanda Nunez and Megan Anderson. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there is a debate that Amanda Nunez could be the greatest female athlete of all time, considering all time. the sport she plays. Yeah. Um, but this was a quick one, Eric. Uh, I think I went up to get a glass of water, came down, fight was over because Amanda Nunez I won by submission, right? Or tapping out. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Um, yeah. Armbar. Arm, arm, she had an armbar in the f- first round and oh, that fight didn't last too long. Oh, I was literally, they went, Amanda Nunez came in calmly, Megan Anderson, wise eye open like this. <laughs> Amanda Nunez walks in, literally. 
Megan Anderson, she's like six foot, way taller than Amanda Nunes. Crazy. Like she's a unit. I saw her. Yeah. So they're built both like a fighting at 140. Yeah, she's 145. Like she, she's built like a like Amanda Nunes comes in. Jab. Oh yeah. Like three times in a row. Gets her like strong punch. Yeah. Even for like if Amanda like I'm telling you, Amanda Nunes could low key fight in the men. Like I'm not saying she should or she would. Like she could low key fight with men. I'm telling you, she is so powerful. Like yeah. Just, Every time she punched Megan Anderson, you can hear, you can just hear how powerful it was, and then it was over. And Amanda Nunes is actually very good on the ground too. Uh, got her in an armbar, and it was over. Oh, yeah. And Eric, do you think, in your opinion, Amanda Nunes could is the greatest female uh, athlete of all time, or uh, you staring another way? Because you got to go. So, you know, Serena Williams Serena is in that Williams. conversation. Lindsey Vaughn's in that conversation. Exactly. Um, What's her name? Christine St. Clair's in there for soccer, yeah. But uh, cause she 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 lost Amanda Nunes her first few mm-hmm. fights, but now she's gone on a crazy winning streak, and yeah. it seems like even Joe Rogan said nobody want no. There's nobody left to fight for her. Exactly. It, she has two belts. Like she she's she can fight. She's been every single major yeah. U, uh, UFC women's fighter of all time, and any women's fighter that ever existed who is great, she's beaten in the 135 and 145 weight class. She yeah. beat Ronda Rousey. Easily in the front, oh like, ended Ronda her. Rousey's career. Ended it and after that. Ronda yeah. Rousey b- packed her bag yeah. and she said, I'm going to play in the WWE. Exactly. And, and then get my acting career going. And then, uh, Cyborg, one of the she was everyone thought she was the greatest. Who the fuck she, is Cyborg? Oh, she's a she's <laughs> is, scary too. Who is Cyborg? I've never heard of that. Well, she's she she's she's like she she walks around like out like a crazy weight and she fights at 145. Like, she was one of the Jesus. scariest. Women's, and a lot of people thought Cyborg was going to win that fight. And the man knew it. Keep saying Cyborg, but you haven't told me her real name yet. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't really know her <laughs> Nobody name knows is. her real name. It's just Cyborg. Yeah. Um, but, and, uh, but she was yeah. scary. And no one, no one can beat her. So uh, everyone has her fighting. Uh, what's her name? Svechenko or uh, what's her name? Uh, Valentina Svechenko. Okay. Who, who Amanda beat twice, but in very close fights. Mm-hmm. It was very... It was like she won one by split decision and the other by a unanimous decision. So it's very close. So a lot of people want to see uh, a trilogy of that fight. A trilogy. Always got a trilogy. I'll just talk about Serena Williams quick, quick. I honestly think right now Amanda is on track to be the best woman's On uh, track. Yeah. But Serena. Serena has a lot of fucking grand slams, man. But you can't forget Naomi Osaka. She, yeah, but she, if anything, she's on the rise, man. Exactly. She's on the rise. She's too. on the rise. But the man, you is on a killing winning streak right now. But, but she's know, in her prime right yeah. now. You know how quickly a narrative in the UFC changes? Look at Conor McGregor, man. People are saying this guy should retire. Yeah. But so. you can't forget, man, like, no, like, there, have you ever seen a sport where someone's been so good? No, UFC is, is a deadly sport, man. Yeah. Deadly. So you, she gets a lot of credit. Exactly. And ev- you know how much pressure it comes with every every fight you can't lose a fight mm-hmm. you literally can't lose a fight yeah like serena's won- lost some uh, games yeah yeah that's, yeah that's fine in tennis you know and to win 11 in a row was 11 in a row right now she's on yeah 11 or 12 yeah uh, that's that's pretty astonishing um but madden Nunez definitely could probably kick our asses for, um, for sure i mean i'd let her kick, i'd let her kick jake my paul. ass they want her to fight jake paul oh and my Loki, god she probably, if it was UFC, she wouldn't 100. I mean, Jake Paul's built like a unit, but he punches like a little girl. I mean, yeah, little fair. jabs and stuff. He doesn't really. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe Amanda Nunes with that killer instinct. Yeah, and the Paul. I want that man. Get their career <laughs> ended. Get him out of the boxing <laughs> and UFC. Yeah. Whatever. 
but that fight happened like that snap of a finger um let's head into the main event jan blackout am i saying it? jan blackout jan blackout blackout jan blackout he's a yan sorry J- jan, jan and yan yeah. and then israel adesanya yeah. he was undefeated eric loses his first match he decided to go up into uh what weight division was it, it was light heavyweight at 205 heavyweight at and you can't forget he came in he I, I think he measured at a two hundred one point five for his yeah. weight. So he came in light. He was holding pizza in the, in his picture, like he, he knew he was coming in light, and that's what that's essentially what lost him the fight. I mean, in my yeah, opinion. He, he did look like a two by four, and the other guy looked huge. Exactly. Um, I'll start this one off because I watched the highlights, mm-hmm. and you 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 could tell me uh, some more detail. But um, at the beginning of the rounds, Israel, he, he, he looked like the more aggressive striker mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the opening rounds. Um, and, yeah. and he was perfecting it more than Yan. Mm-hmm. But later in the rounds, Yan kind of cemented his win, basically, with the, mm-hmm. with the ground pins and just, you know, exactly. beating the shit out of his face yeah. right there. And that's what gave him the win. That, that's what I saw from it. We, we, mm-hmm. Pretty much you saw the same thing. So I was watching the fight and a lot of people were like, because not gonna lie, a lot of people are biased. Like they want, they want a descendant to win. Well, yeah, story. Yan, Yan is a small. Yeah, Yan is a small name. Loki yeah. Dana White. I could see he was kind of angry when he saw Yan win. Because Yan is thirty eight. He's he's very powerful, but he's not a. You can't make him create, make him a superstar. So mm-hmm. he's just a really re- very nice fighter. Like I, yeah. I love Yan. Like he, he's a beast. And this guy was like a. I think two three years ago, this guy was about to get cut. Goes on a crazy winning streak, and then now he's a champ. Yeah. So, so that's a, quite the story, story for him. And also, do you remember when we saw Dominic Reyes against John Jones? Remember that fight we watched at uh, went to oh, go Dominic see that fight. Reyes. Um, is that the one at the Manwar we saw? Yeah, remember is that, that the one where I was like, he should have won, but he remember didn't. You, you said Dominic. A, a lot of people, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember, a lot of people thought Dominic Reyes. Like he yeah. probably should have won that fight. Remember no, that? He should have. Yeah, he dominated the rounds. I felt. Yan fought that guy, destroyed him, destroyed Absolutely. him, man. destroyed yeah. him. Yeah. Because so who was the other I, guy? I, that, who was the guy that won that fight? I man, John Jones. Yeah, like John Jones did not have a good fight. And I hope you know, like you're saying this, but John Jones is one, it's of, one of the greatest. Yes, I yeah, know. So yes. So I honestly think Yan, if he fought John Jones soon, Yan would win. I think oh, John, really? John. I think John Jones. He's good, but I, I don't think he has the determination, and he has all these out like. But are, uh, when's the drugs. last time you saw him fight? Was it was it Manwar or like because you yeah, can't just be that, that was that was the that last, last time, time he fought. He fought? Yeah. Okay, so maybe and the reason why John the reason why Yan got the belt was because John Jones vacated it and it was between Dominic Reyes yeah. and Yan to fight and Yan won it. But I honestly I don't think this is gonna tame Israel's legacy too much. I know he wanted to be one of the greatest. It's just he stick at one one eighty five. Yeah. He said he wants to go back to one two hundred five. Yeah, but Yan Yan he just looked too strong for him. He just yeah. Because the thing with Alessandro is the way he fights, it's he's a counter striker. So he's not and and then the end of the 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 rounds he had to initiate the fights, but he's not used to that. And mm-hmm. if when you're not the champ and you're trying to get the belt, you have to do more. You have to do more to, to if you want to win the belt. You have to do more than mm-hmm. if it's a close fight. They're gonna give it to the other to the champ. They're never gonna give it to the challenger. So Adesanya, he just had to, he either he had to knock Yan out or he just had to sh- like he didn't show enough. So what's to, next like, for him? What's next for Adesanya? What's uh, he got to do? He said he wants to fight John Jones, but I don't think that fight's happening anymore because he lost. 
So I think he's either going to go down to 185 and, and try dominate and dominate that. Yeah, de- defend his tit- uh, his belt. Or because I know Tixera is fighting Yan soon. Yeah. Or, or even John Jones might come back to fight Yan. I, okay. We really don't know. And uh, also, every time might... I say yeah, it's because I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> so that's okay. Okay. Well, it's fine. <laughs> and, and before we yeah. finish with the UFC segment, yeah. Th- th- this is something I, I think you should follow, even like non UFC fans. No, I'm starting to follow it. It's just UFC's top. It's yeah. one of my biggest passions right now. You know, yeah. <laughs> Dermot, did you watch the Daniel Cormier and Miocic fight? Did I show you that? Uh, it was no. Daniel Cormier? No. Okay. I watched um, McGregor fight. That was the last fight I watched. Yeah. Against but, okay. but even before that, in the summer, there was a fight Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. Okay. And Miocic won. So Miocic is one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Yeah. And there's this guy called Francis Ngannou. Mm-hmm. This guy is from Cameroon. Straight kill. Yo, this guy. Strongest, most powerful human on earth right now. Most powerful. <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy, you have to watch. In the last, his last five fights, this guy has yeah. lasted, I think is under two minutes. He's yeah. beating up everyone. Not, not combi- combined under two minutes. Oh, wow. So in five, yeah, so yeah, his, yeah. his fights last like not even 30, like it's <laughs> like one punch is over. I'm telling you, you should watch his highlights. But that's coming up at the end of March. I, mean, so, I love watching UFC fight. I was watching with my dad on the couch. It was Black History Month. And they're just, yeah. you know, obviously the UFC just had a bunch of black guys went in and beating the shit oh out of white God. dudes. And yeah. every time, I'm telling you, this is so, like, uh, what's it called? Repetitive in the UFC. All the knockouts, fist right here lower. Oh, lower yeah, yeah, knock. yeah. Because your neurons yeah. are connected, right, to exactly. the brain. So you get punched there, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm still here, but my body is in. Exactly. And, and, and your whole body is And then, like, left. they jump on them, and they get, like, good, like, five shots mm-hmm. right to the face and then the ref got like i'm like just call call it right now it's yeah, like yeah. five extra to like exactly. but um yeah ufc gotta get into it. a lot of i mean oh, it's, it's, it's people fighting sport. for the death here to the death yo literally so and, and the thing is they don't even make that much money so i know it's and in such a it's just like gsp how much he got for his last fight less than a million uh, uh probably uh, no maybe more than a million. no i'm pretty sure it was less than that Really? Against I'm, Michael Bisping? I'm, yeah, not, I'm not sure about I mean, I could be wrong, but um, that's what uh, that's what my dad told me. I'm going to go with Steve sure. here. <laughs> okay, Steve's, sure. Steve's a war veteran. You got to go with him. That was a big fight, too, because GSP... So now with the greatest of all time, it's it's really just John Jones, GSP, and Khabib right yeah. now. So. Well, that's, you got to stay tuned for that. We'll see what the, they're going to be up to, the next of yeah. those fighters. But we got to move on here to the yeah, NHL, Eric. NHL. The Montreal Canadiens, after firing Claude Julien, have gone two and three with mm-hmm. Dominic Ducharme. Though that record may look a little deceiving because mm-hmm. the Montreal Canadiens have been playing a lot better of, of recent. Sure. Um, one game in particular I really liked was the Winnipeg <laughs> game. Not the 7 1 kick ass that we just gave them, okay, but yeah. the 2 1 OT loss that they got. Yeah, Dubois. They had 41 been- shots on mm-hmm. Connor Hellebuck. That. Even though they lost, might have been one of the best games I've seen the Montreal yeah. Canadiens play all season mm-hmm. because they just dominated the Jets from the first period on, or no, after the first it was a pretty even game, but second and third it was the Montreal Canadiens dominating, mm-hmm. and you saw that against the Senators too. Uh, but when when Josh Anderson went down, uh, that was a key loss, and then he came back against the Jets, and there was a line of Suzuki, uh, not Suzuki, Kakanyemi to Foley and Anderson, which yeah. looked fucking amazing. Yeah. Eric. I, I, didn't wa- I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing. Incredible. Okay. They had <laughs> two goals on the night. The Gallagher line was hot. 
one of the things Dominic Ducharme did was put Tatar back on that first line with Gallagher and Deneau, which I really like because yeah, that line right. was our best line and most consistent line over the past few years. But now this new soaring line with Josh Anderson, Kakanyemi, and uh, Toffoli looks also really good. And you're basically just Sounds flipping good, yeah. wingers with Anderson and Armia because Armia is now playing with Suzuki. And mm-hmm. um, who is it? Drouin. Yes, yeah, Jonathan Drew, And he's also been playing better too. A lot of good things to look forward to the Montreal Canadiens right now who sit fourth in the division. And you also have Jeff Petrie playing at a, oh, at a Norris, Norris level pace. We're going to talk about that. I, I will yeah, say yeah. Jeff Petrie has been playing a bit sloppy, I find, in his own end okay. with some, uh, some, some mispasses. Um, but he's looking to get back on track. And I just I like the, the way the team's playing right now okay. because Jeff Ward got fired by the Calgary Flames. So you have to expect who Calgary Flames, who are fifth, right behind Montreal, um, to kind of you know, you know, turn it up a little. When, after your coach is fired, you kind of just want to go out there and kick somebody's ass. For sure, um, and that's what they're going to be looking to do. So Calgary has a good team, so yes. they, they should they should be at the top. And now the the Vancouver Canucks, even though they're sucking right now, have come off a sweep of the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. and now the Montreal Canadiens have to go in and play them. So that's always fun when you got to play a hot team like that. But um, you got to give it where credit is due. Mark Bergeron got to got to give him credit for yeah. firing Claude Julien at the right time, right? Yeah. Because if we still had Claude Julien right now and we were still on a losing pace, and the Flames fired Jeff Ward, and they kind of you know maybe they turn it up, you never know. It was smart to fire the coach, even though you had a winning record, but you were losing games. That yeah. that was a good move by Mark Bergeron. So this team that's been struggling majority of the season because they started off so hot seems to be maybe I don't want to jinx anything because it's Montreal Canadiens. I don't want to jinx anything, but maybe seem to be returning back to the way they looked at the beginning Mm -hmm. season. I hope, but that's all I'm going to say from that because that that was only what the five games under Ducharme. Exactly. They they played one of their worst games. The first game with Ducharme as head coach, six, three loss to the jets. And now they've been playing some of their better games of the Mm -hmm. season in that five game span. In that that seven one, that seven one win, that was just an exclamation is, mark on the Jets for sure. It was a dominant win, especially the way Connor Hellebuck's been playing. Yeah, and so I, that, and I show, Okay, hey, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna add, um, our fans who voted on our Instagram page actually had thought Claude, the fire firing of Claude Julien was actually the right decision. So a lot of yes, a lot of our fans agreed with what we were saying. From last yeah, it, it, I agreed with it too. I thought they needed to fire someone after the lackluster play. The power play. Let's talk about the power play real yeah. quick. The only reason I'm going to say that power play looks better, Eric, is because they can enter the zone. They know how to mm-hmm. enter a zone. Because okay. before, they used to take two minutes because they couldn't enter a zone. Now, finally, mm-hmm. Montreal, the only team in the league that can't figure out how to enter a zone on a power play, has finally been able to do that. So that's yeah. why I'm going to say the power play looks a little bit better. Even though, you know, there's still a bunch of question marks, but we'll see what they do. Alex Burroughs in charge of that. We'll see what he can yeah. do. But um, speaking of the NHL, Eric... Ooh. Let's move on here. It's almost yeah. the mid-season of the NHL uh, season. 56 games where some teams are at 25, 26. So we're around that number. So we decided to look at some mid-season trophy trackers, who we think is going to win some of the trophies, who's in our top three. We're going to be looking at the Hart Trophy, the Vesna Trophy, Calder, and the Selkie Trophy, of course. Because yeah. nobody gives a shit about the Lady Bing and the... the, the, yeah. the, the no Lindsay. offense, but the, the Ted Lindsay. It's basically the same thing as the Hart. And the yeah. Jack Campbell or, you know, yeah. with the best 
save percentage or goals against average, whatever, useless. We don't care. Yeah. The Bill Masterin, great, whatever. Move on. Here we go. The facts, the numbers, it all comes down to this. The Hart Trophy, the most valuable player mm-hmm. considered on an NHL team, Eric. This is my top three. Okay. I have Anze Kopitar in the top three. So is this number three you have Anze at? Yes. Okay. Kopitar and the Kings actually are sitting pretty well in their division. I would actually didn't do my homework and check where they stand, but I'll do it right now live. No, they sit fifth. The, they sit yeah. fifth. They have 25 points. Minnesota has 27. They're 10, 8, and 5 in 23 games. Something you wouldn't expect from an LA Kings team, yeah. right? They're, they're rebuilding right now. Basically too. rebuilding. Anze Kopitar has had uh, a great season so far with 28 points. The reason I'm giving this is because I didn't expect to see the Kings here. And what Kopitar has been doing in his two-way play and uh, putting up the, the points he is right now has kind of has kind of given some motivation for this team. And they're playing okay in their standards pretty well with the team they have. For sure. And so that's why I have him third. Second, I have McDavid, of course, 43 points, the best player in the NHL. There's no like, doubting that. He's got the points there. The Edmonton Oilers sit nice at third in the division. Mm-hmm. Two points up ahead, Montreal. And yeah, of course, he deserves to be there. You know why? Because he's accounted on 50% of the fucking goals. That is why. Him and Dreisaitl. So, yeah. obviously, when you're 50% accounted for the goals, you kind of need some recognition. And of course, Connor McDavid, best player in the NHL. That's why I have him at second. First, who do I have winning the Hart Trophy? Patrick Kane. Of okay. course, Patrick Kane. The Chicago Blackhawks, Eric, are playing some mighty fine hockey right now. Yeah as I try and find where they stand in the NHL um, division. Holy hell. Where do they sit? Four. 31 points in their division. In the toughest division in the NHL, I might... Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. That is not the, the toughest NHL division. The, uh, the one with, Chic- uh, with Washington. The, the East Division, that's what it's called. That's the hardest division. But in a division the hardest, with yeah. the Tampa Bay Lightning... The Carolina Hurricanes, the Florida Panthers are playing really good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas, who made the Stanley Cup final last year, not playing so hot, but still a tough division. Chicago sits fourth. They're in a playoff spot right now. 31 points in 26 games played. And that's because Patrick Kane has been on a tear right now with 37 points. Yeah. And that's his- all you need. Remember Taylor Hall won it, and he was with uh, New Jersey Devils. Yeah. And they, they got bounced out in the first round, but he still won it. So that's who I have winning the heart. Sure. And those are my top three. What about you? So I'm just going to go quickly here with my top three. Not too much explaining. But uh, number three, I have Matthews. Yeah. I just have Matthews Classic. in there. Never yeah. having a Leafs in my top three. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And like, I'm a Detroit fan, so I'm not supposed to like the, uh, like the Leafs either. But I like, I like Matthews. Like, he's been scoring a lot too. So yeah. he's been good. Toronto's been very, very good. Top yeah. of the division. Uh, second, I actually have Patrick Kane. You explained okay. it. What well. you explained yeah. it. Uh, they they've been playing very well, but I just don't think they're gonna win. Like Patrick Kane, he's he's gonna put up the numbers, but I, I just don't think they're gonna win. Like fourth, it's not bad, but I don't know if it's enough, right? Yeah, I just think and, it's better than what people expected. Yeah, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. But Patrick Kane should, yeah, he should. Like you can one or two, you can switch yeah. it up. But I have McDavid at one. I yeah. think the winning is going to back it up. He's, he's probably going to end up with the most points in the entire league when it's all mm-hmm. said and done. Art Ross, and yeah. It, and it's also McDavid. So I mean, yeah. No explanation needed. Uh, bottom six sucks, and they're picking up the load, basically. So that's our heart nominees. I think I have Kane. 
he's got McDavid. It's not always about points, Eric. You got to remember that. No, I know it's not. Oh, <laughs> winning. So McDavid's yeah, winning too. So that's true. But, Patrick but, King's, um, if Patrick King was on that team, they they'd be garbage. So I, you, yeah, I'll, I'll be surprised if they make the playoffs. Uh, the way, or, or mm-hmm. I still, I'll I'll be surprised if they make the playoffs. The Blackhawks. And I, I think Kane should deserve it if they do. But let's head over to the Calder Rookie of the Year. Okay, mm-hmm. this is always a fun one to watch because there's a t- shit ton of rookies in the NHL every year. And then you got some complete randos who get to the top of the list. Um, Kaprizov, who came from the KHL, I think. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. The KHL. Signed him. He's over. He's, what, 20? Uh, he might be old, right? 25, 26, something like that. Yeah, he's 20, kind of like 24, kind of maybe. Like when Panarin came Panarin won it, yeah. Um, he's got 19 points uh, right now. That I got him, and I got Kevin Lankinen for the Chicago Blackhawks as well because he's been playing extremely well in that. And then I got Tim Stutzela. Tim Stutzela yeah. from and, uh, Germany. And Ka- Kaprasov's 23. So he's yeah, still, Kaprasov. He's still so, yeah. for a rookie. But. Um, yeah, Tim Stutzela, Ottawa Senators, mm-hmm. Kevin Lankinen, Chicago, Kaprasov, Minnesota. Who do I think is going to win it? <sighs> like, I hate to say... Chicago again, but again, if they make the playoffs, I'm going with Lankin and the goalie because it, it's it's rare to see a, a goalie take home the Calder, but it's always fun to see them compete. For sure. And so I'm going to give the credit to him uh, with a point nine two five save percentage. Yeah. I'm going with Lankin. Okay, so for me, my top the like, goalies. There's a lot of good rookie goalies this season too. There's, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's. There's Lankinen, there's um, Kakinen from Minnesota. Kakinen, Minnesota, the goalie. um, And also the the Washington goalie, what's his name? Oh, Vanacek. Vanacek, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, something like that. That's when, yeah, a lot of good ones. So so I have at number three, Tim Stutzla. I think number three, it's a good spot for him. He's been playing very well. Ottawa's, they're on that win streak. Yeah, but who gives a shit? They suck. (laughs) But... And, uh, <laughs> at second, I'm actually gonna go with who? Do, no, I'm gonna go with Lankin. Yeah, I have okay. I have him fan, fantasy. I picked him up. Yeah. He's very good addition. Yeah, he's, he's probably low. He's not. I'm not saying he's in the Vesna right now, but he's up there. He's probably top, top five. Top I mean, 10. yeah, for a rookie, he's he's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, number one, I have Kaprasov. I think yeah. Minnesota. They're a small market team. They just an I, old I, team too right now. Mm-hmm. And exactly. so. Yeah. So I, I just need to just have a young superstar. If you watch him play, this guy is so clean when yeah. he plays Kaprasov. Oh, the edge is oh it's the edge I love work. watching him. The edge work is ridiculous. So I just love watching yeah. him. And the point he's probably gonna end up with like a good like maybe well, he's got point, nineteen I, right now. Yeah. Like yeah, he's gonna end up with a lot of points. His points per game is gonna be pretty high. So So yeah, look I, for I, uh Kaprasov at one, yeah. Look for the Minnesota Wild. To trade Kaprizov because that's what tech, tech, that's typically the Minnesota Wild. What they do is they trade their uh, they young guys. They shouldn't at all. They shouldn't <laughs> and they sign their vets that. to like thirteen-year deals. They shouldn't uh, think about that at all. And they're <laughs> playing pretty well right now. They're playing very well. Yes. With and so. they're in a playoff position for sure. Yes, but let's look at the. Um, I think one of the most underrated trophies is the the Selkie Award uh, mm-hmm. for the best two-way forward or player. Basically, in the league. it's usually you know a defenseman is never going to win this award. But um, for the forward, in my top three, I have, of course, every year, Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. You know, no explanation needed. Yeah, Anze no Kopitar, really no explanation needed. He's always nominated. But who do I have winning, Eric? For the first time since 1981, since the last time a winger won it, 
from the Vegas Golden Knights, Mark Stone. Yeah, that's okay. right. I have Mark Stone winning uh, the Selkie Award. He's a very underrated Selkie nominee. Very under- he's puts up the points. Before, yeah. He's great defensively. It's just because he, that he's not a center that the yeah. other guys get more recognition. That's all I'm going to say. That's, I like Mark Stone. Exactly. One of the most underrated, not underrated players in the league because he's very rated, but defensively he's wise. He's pretty underrated. I'm not going to lie. He's defensively under- wise, he's, he's stealth. Mm-hmm. Stealthy. Because when he was in Ottawa, he didn't get the recognition. Yeah. But he's basically a point per game mm-hmm. forward, and he's one of the best uh, offensive Defensive uh, forward, def- wingers in the league. Defensive forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who do you so got? For me, yeah. Let me guess. Bergeron, Kobitar. Okay, so I have, what do I have? No, I have Bergeron at three. Yeah, like you. Mm-hmm. No explanation. The captain. Yeah. Number two, I have Anze Kopitar, also the captain. Yeah. Yeah. Anze Kopitar, no explanation. Uh, the team's doing very well. And number one, drumroll, Nana. But Jake, Jake's been in my ear a bit, so I'm gonna say oh. Mark Shifley. Oh, Mark Shifley, Winnipeg so, Jets. Exactly. Classic. <laughs> so um, he's always been a very good defensive uh, forward. He's putting up the points. He's just very – I've seen him play some – he's very reliable. He's just – he's kind of like a, a better Philip Deno. <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying I'm comparing Mark Chevy to Philip Deno, but he's a way better Philip Deno. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, well, um, Mark Shifley hate the Jets with all my guts. You know why? Because of Jake <laughs> Legault. So, yeah. can thank him yeah, for Jake's that. Jake's made a lot of people hate the Jets. Oh, yeah. Well, let's go over to the Vesna category. Obviously, tons of great goalies so far uh, in the NHL playing amazing in my top three, I have, of course, the Russian Andre Vasilevsky from the Tampa Bay Lightning. People say that he doesn't get enough credit because he's on a stack team, or he shouldn't get that credit because he's on a stack oh, no. team. Yeah. But if he's you're playing with a nine four two save percentage, one point six goal uh, goals against average, uh, you mm-hmm. deserve the credit there. He's playing mm-hmm. phenomenal right now for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, I have Connor Hellebuck in there too. He's you know sneaky. He won it last year, obviously, but he's sneaky this year because. You know, the numbers aren't as good as other goaltenders in the league. Um, but it's just about where the Jets are right now in the North Division. I do say I hate the Jets. I basically hate every team except the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. But the, uh, you got to give credit. I didn't think the Jets were going to be in the top three uh, in, the, in the division, but they're second right now behind the Leafs. Will it sustain? I don't know. Are they a playoff team? Yes, for sure. He's got a .911 save percentage. And basically, yeah, he's kind of just the, the cornerstone for the Jets right now uh, in making the playoffs, and he, he's going to carry them there. But who do I have winning? Mark andre Fleury from the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought old, you, oh, I, oh, shit, okay. Old Fleury uh, still sneaking up. He's got a .942 save percentage, 1.6, basically identical to Vasilevsky. The one thing that might hurt my guess, Eric, is... Um, What's his Leonard. freaking name? Leonard. Robin, Robin Leonard, Leonard yeah. coming back from injury, maybe splitting with Fleury. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. But right now, Fleury's making a case on why he should be starting the playoffs. Last year was Robin Lehner. They got to go with Fleury this year. It's got to be Mark Andre and Nets, the flower. I want to see it. Okay. So I, I like Fleury. Um, I think he has a very good case. I probably have him at four. But at three, I have a very different top three I'm going to tell you right now. At three, I have Borlamov. Yeah, the Islanders. Same, yeah, I thought uh, Sorokin was going to be up there. Uh, he's going to get more playing time, but Varlamov completely yeah. took the spot. And there's just something with the goaltenders when they play. With oh, the New Islanders. York! It's the it's Barry Trotz, man. The defensive system. Yeah, 
I mean, like, you don't get that many shots, and yeah. In Detroit, we have Thomas Grice. He's absolutely dog shit right now. Yeah. Like, when he when he was over there, he was uh, well. Detroit are dog shit. You can't really compare him to the. Okay, Islanders but right now, when but. he when he's playing worse than Jonathan Bernier, like Jonathan Bernier is a good goal, but yeah, how can you not take the spot from Jonathan yeah. Bernier? You know, basically. Um. Also, so I have him at three. Uh, number two, I have from Colorado. I have Philip Grubauer. Hmm. So, uh, was it in Peter Francouz or? Yeah, he's injured Frankuz? right now. He's injured. So that's why um, he's been getting more play. Because Grubauer has always been a backup goalie, right? Yeah. But this year, he fa- finally got the chance to be. Well, the no, 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 no. Last year, oh, he was in Washington. Goalie. Colorado, he started. He was just splitting. Yeah. Uh, and then when no, Frank. But I'm saying, like, this year is his first year oh, where yeah. he's, like, started. Like, or he's the yeah. number one starter, like, for sure. So he's been getting the minute. Yeah. When Frank going to come back, he might lose a bit of that. Yeah. But. but uh, um, He's playing really good. Yeah. And uh, so at number one, I have from Tampa, Vasilevsky. Yeah. He's probably the reason, like, he's so he's so good, I'm telling you. This guy is huge, what, 6'6". Six, six, like, he just stops everything, man, I'm yeah. telling you. I mean, yeah, Vasilevsky, would he be doing this on another team? 100%, and I'm m- telling you. Maybe, yeah. I really yeah. do think so, that he'd be able to pull these numbers on. A, obviously not a fucking basement uh, yeah. um, team. But yeah, Vasilevsky. I have a I have a pretty cool story. Vasilevsky, I remember I was watching him. He played in the AHL. I I watched him play against Ottawa. In the, I don't know why I was watching that game, but okay, it was an AHL game. And I saw uh, Vasilevsky. He was he was he wasn't good in the AHL. He he put up good numbers, but that game I watched, he wasn't good. So I was yeah. like, and then he he took uh, Bishop's position. I was like, that, what? That's all about Eric. Just evaluate one player uh, player based on one game. That's <laughs> classic. <laughs> Their whole career on one game. Exactly. Eric saying. But um, <laughs> yeah, Vasilevsky, stellar season so far. But let's move to the NBA, Eric, where recent news just dropped today, and we had to move right this into our time slot to push something exactly. out. It's because big news. Blake Griffin has been bought out by the Detroit Pistons and is currently in the process of signing with the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, the Nets have got, uh, got another former all-star to beat LeBron James uh, yeah. and Anthony Davis. You hate oh, to, to see the it. Utah Jazz, to be the Utah Jazz. Oh, the Jazz. Utah Jazz. You're absolutely right. The, the hottest <laughs> Sorry, team yeah. in the West right now. Not to clarify there. You know, yeah. they get disrespected at the all-star game I by know, who? LeBron. Yeah, um, it's fine. But yeah, the Nets, who have a poor defensive rating, 25th in the league, add another typical known as a scorer who's not playing really great this season, Blake mm-hmm. Griffin, 12.3 points 5.2 rebounds 3.9 assists let's look at his shooting which has really been terrible awful efficiency. this season yeah. terrible this year. A, yeah someone a power four like him yeah that can't that can shoot a bit but not as much like he's got a yeah three 31.5 his field goal is 36.5 mm-hmm. now i love this move by the nets even though blake griffin's mm-hmm. not playing the well the way he is you know why it's because blake griffin will no longer have to shoot the basketball even though he thinks he's the best shooter in the league because he keeps playing yeah. he hasn't dunked in like a year and a half or something yeah like that. exactly so blake griffin now back on the front court with deandre jordan jeff green who've been really needed some help mm-hmm. because they haven't been too good now you got james Harden, you got Kyrie, katie they're all gonna be shooting outside the perimeter yeah. you know joe harris too and joe Jeff harris too and now it gives a chance for blake griffin to really fucking man up get low in the paint and dunk the damn ball for the like first time in a year because i'm tired of seeing this guy you know fade away try and shoot brick and just keep doing it the whole game so but it is a good man because the thing with the nba is once you get older like vince carter you gotta learn how to shoot right because he's already in his 30s so he's gotta learn how to shoot but 
it's Blake Griffin, man. Everyone wants to see him dunk. That's what he. I know. That's what made him so good. I know. But especially he's had, if you look at some of the best dunks in NBA history, Griffin is a part of that. List. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. he's had some crazy dunks. Crazy. Some- him and DeAndre Jordan, so they're yeah, reunited on, on Clippers. That's true. They are reunited. Maybe you get that Clippers funk going back. Yeah, and you don't know. Maybe that's yeah, the, yeah. the grossest front court in the league. Definitely not, but <clears throat> over exaggerating. But yeah. we don't know. You can't tell with the and and the also with Blake game. Griffin. You can't forget. Two years ago, he arguably had his best season. Yes, he's but ever had. He will never return to that. Never will he ever no, be that no, same player. No. But he did that in Detroit, so that was only two years ago. So yeah, but he had that knee injury, and then mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll ever be that same player. And it's also he also has the Kendall curse, so that's kind of oh, tough. true. A Kardashian curse. He does have the Kardashian curse still living so, in his head. Exactly, and might go until the end of his career. So so does James Harden. So double Kardashian yeah. curse. Maybe that cancels out. We'll we'll see. Oh, uh, does Katie have the Rihanna uh, curse? You never know. No, <laughs> no, no. He, he he put her to sleep real quick yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he went to that game. Yeah. Um, but that will be fun to see Blake Griffin with the Nets, oh, see what they can do. Exciting. I think it's a good move for them because, you know, all they want to do is beat LeBron yeah. and that's what they're like, thinking of. Everyone thought he was going to get bought out. Like everyone knew he was going to be a free agent. We didn't know what team he was going to go to, but yeah. when he signed with the Nets, when I learned that news, I was like, definitely I'm, as a, as a jazz fan, I was kind of pissed. Cause if we ever made, if, if somehow we made the final, like, where's the, like, where's, where's Orlando, man? Where, why is he not? Why is Orlando not a part of that? that those teams, man. God. <laughs> the magic God. always getting played dirty man in the nba i'm telling that, you just... now they're gonna they're gonna trade vucevic would be the over for those who don't know i am a magic fan eric is a one jazz of the, fan one of the million no one of the one of the of... one of the hundreds uh orlando magic fan yeah i'm gr- i'm honored to be a part of it but that's gonna do it for uh, the first episode of the Shtib and Zang show here on the Hot Sauce Sport platform. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks for watching if you're on the YouTube, or thanks for listening if you're listening on Spotify. Uh, again, thank you. We'll be seeing you next Wednesday. Stay tuned for that. We'll see you later.